1: It was somewhere along those lines. Like he was like, it wasn't that bad. I never closed fist (laughs) of
0: No, no. I'm sorry, Ferb, but the okay. It's not funny, but it just made you say, "Wow." He did an interview when he was like, you know, sometimes she'd be walking around. I'd be like, "What's wrong with you?" And she said, and I asked her a second and third time. So by that fourth time, I'm tired of asking. So I had to, I had to try something else. Like he (laughs) thought he was doing the right thing.
2: What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I'm Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Fur. joined my co-host, Rozzy, the birthday boy, and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Uh, Three Brothers
0: No Sense has reached the White House. Uh, We did an episode last week about uh, the shootings in America, the mass shootings, and what can be done about it, and... President Biden heard that episode and said, you know what? Those three brothers are correct. We need to do something about these shooters and guns. So he held a, a presidential press conference where he urged Congress to do something about it. And I just want to know if you brothers saw that presser and what did you think about it? Do you think anything would get done?
1: Um. So I saw it and it was a lot of double speak and nothingness and and political showmanship there. He he really didn't say anything. He didn't commit to anything. He he just kind of was there.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't even give him like a a like an agenda to like pass. He just was like, you know, uh let's ban assault weapons. Let's let's do something about background checks. Let do something. Like he, he didn't even know. Well,
2: do- <laughs> well he was grasping for straws. It was one of those can we at least pinch the bitch <laughs> scenarios like can we do something? And no, I didn't see the whole um, speech, but I did see clips and did read a couple of articles on it, and I agree with Rozzy Nothing's going to get done. It's a bunch of political theater. It's sad. We'll we'll be here again
1: soon. Yeah, yeah wasn't too there soon. another mass shooting like two, three days I ago? Like, we're like, we already there again. I feel like there's been one every day.
0: I, I like yeah. some of them aren't getting this I mean uh publicized but like there's one almost every day now.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean there was one at a hospital in Tulsa a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Actually one of the hospitals I used to service so it, it it's it's just
1: it, it Joe's Joe's speech reminded me of the scene on this um we own this city where the kid dies and then all the politicians show up to finish building the fence and everything that's what it is it's it's not going to change anything it, it doesn't actually help find the kid's murderer it doesn't change anything about why the kid got murdered or anything like that it's just oh it's something that we can do and look good and get some politicize it and publicize it but not actually affect or do anything to change anything so. Yeah,
0: uh, I don't care what side is saying it every situation is politicized it doesn't matter how serious, how dire, how dark it is, every situation Rosie brought up, we own this city there's a scene where a guy's sitting on his own stoop and gets arrested because he's in a designated uh, drug free zone where nobody is allowed to loiter. that was uh, Mayor O'Malley who ran for president in 2000, what was that, 8? I think he ran for president but yeah, his thing was to get the crime low. And one of the ways to stop shooting is if, if nobody's outside, then they can't shoot one another. So he did that because he knew he wanted to become governor and eventually president. Everything is about politics. It's not because he cared what effect it would have on the citizens. He had aspirations.
1: hmm. Yeah. I, there's a, a, a awesome docu-series on Netflix called The G Word Um, president obama executive produced it actually so it is super dope Uh, they walk through a lot of the government policies and how it actually affects you like um you know that people ask the question why is junk food cheaper than healthy foods uh and they answer the question in there they walk you through the government subsidies for rice rice wheat and grain and since that's super abundant, super easily accessible and subsidized and super cheap uh, for the people, for the growers it gets processed into all those unhealthy foods and so that's why it's much cheaper on the shelves so if the government decided that they wanted to make food cheaper uh, or healthy food cheaper, all they had to do is shift the subsidies from the grain and rice farmers to vegetable farmers and guess what? Vegetables and fruits go down in price, and they become cheaper. So now you can get a salad cheaper than you can get some rice krispie treats. But right now, that's not how it works. And so that's that's why junk food is cheaper. So a lot, it answers a lot of those questions through it. So it's a it's a cool docu series if you guys and want it to check better. that out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Rice krispie treats are pretty delicious. They're pretty <laughs> delicious.
2: Impossibly yeah. nutritious?
1: No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it got us through eight months in in Afghanistan. Did get us through eight months in Afghanistan. We also ate Vienna sausages and I, club crackers. I, I don't remember that. I've I, I erased yes. that memory yeah. from my head. <laughs> Man, it was dark days. Those were dark, dark days, times. You know,
2: <laughs> Viennas, <on> <laughs> Yo.
1: All
2: right, uh, that's that, that's all you got for us, Buff. Yeah.
0: Oh, shout out to one of our listeners that uh, I think we had a question on how did the shooter get into the school uh, last week, last week's episode and they messaged us. Uh, First off, thanks for listening. And we appreciate uh, you answering that question for us because we did not know that.
1: Mm hmm yeah well, and so for the listeners, okay. yeah, for the listeners, there was a couple of different um versions yeah. out there. Some people said that uh, a teacher propped the door open, so he was able to get in. Um, but then it came out that the teacher didn't prop the door. They didn't lock it behind themselves. Yeah. Uh, and that was just a scapegoat because in most schools, teachers can't lock your primary uh, entrance way. It has to be an administrator that has to lock it. That's kind of, you know, normal policy in schools. So they're trying to pin it on that teacher, but it really wasn't on that teacher. I mean, I think it was just a failure of the system.
2: Okay, before we go too far, let's spend about a minute and a half two minutes revisiting this this scenario. Let's take the teacher out of it. Boy, there has been some Rolling downhill. What is police department? That's a la- that's say, a light
0: way to put it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is, it is, wow. I mean, I'm 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 am hearing so many different stories. I mean, I don't know how true all of them are. Even where the police entered the building, got their kids. Threatened. It was like, "Cash me outside." Threatening to was, arrest
0: parents for speaking out. I mean. I, it's it's crazy, man.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be very interesting to see how... I don't even want to say the word is going to be interesting. Because at the end of the day, there's no winners. I feel like after... Even if they find the police officers or the department to be at fault, nothing's going to come of it. Outside of maybe some financial let's put it this way i don't think there's going to be any winners right in this situation best case scenario if they find the police at fault there might be some financial compensation to the families i don't think there's going to be any legal like i don't, I don't even know how you
1: they, how do you they, correct they it how be do able you? To, the 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 later sh- uh, shooters or, or victims may be able to do some civil cases against the police because Money. they didn't act right, so yeah, there probably is going to be some legal stuff there. But um, but there no won't no be any criminal. criminal, like it's there, was, yeah, no criminal stuff. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. The I, I'm, I'm, are they, they
2: going to still have a job after this?
1: Um, most of them will, the leadership may go down, so you may see the chief or something like that, or sheriff, I think, because they're a county. Uh, the sheriff may get replaced, but that's a political appointment anyway. So, um, or, or I think they run right. They um, yeah. so it, it so that probably will get replaced and. What I will see and what I'm kind of projecting is they're actually going to get an increase in budget because they're going to be like, oh, we got to train them better and we got to make sure that they are ready to do this and prepare for this. And I see the police budget actually getting increased off of this Mm. um, versus defunding it and moving their money to somewhere else um, because the largest parts of most cities' budgets is their police forces. That's that's
2: all all I got to say about that. The words of uh, Forrest D. Gump.
1: The, the greet, but um, oh, oh man, so you know, you guys know I reported that Winnie the Pooh had gone into the um, the public domain. So the original Winnie the Pooh is over the seventy five year um copyright uh timeline, and so they have gone into the public domain, and people are using Winnie the Pooh for the weirdest crap. So there's a new movie that's coming out. Uh, it's a horror slasher. I saw that. Winnie the Pooh what is it Winnie the Pooh blood and honey and Winnie and what's the piglet eat Eeyore in it it's it's like super dark super it, it, it's a B movie you know homemade or whatever but that's that's what happens when stuff gets in the public domain you can kind of do whatever you want with is it is he wearing pants uh, this so time he does wear pants it, it's like some overalls or whatever
2: okay and so it's the movie's out already
1: I don't think it's out. I think it's like a trailer and some steals out right have, now.
2: Have you talked to Allison? Is she
1: okay? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, in other news, the Red Ranger has been indicted. Indicted! Indicted! You guys remember that from No. no. Fun with Dick and Jane? No? Yeah, I... Fun with Dick and Jane was a great movie, if you guys have seen that. Back to the Red but, Ranger. Um, yeah, back to the Red Ranger. He got indicted for fraud. And so I'm just going to blame it on that butt whipping that the Green Ranger put on him for a whole week when they first introduced the Green Ranger in Power Rangers. Y'all might not remember that, but so in the original Power Rangers, when the Green Ranger was introduced, he literally beat the brakes off of all five Power Rangers for an entire week. Traumatized me uh, as a kid. I, I, I didn't know we, like heroes was, wasn't supposed to lose like that. And uh yeah, they were beating the brakes off of him. So I blame that. So it t- took him down this dark path. And so now he's uh going to jail for wire fraud. So just throw that out there. Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> Are you okay?
1: <laughs> I, no, I'm not. I don't. Not. My heroes, man, my heroes just, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's worse than Bill Cosby at this point. You I,
2: I'm better not, heroes. I don't know. What to,
1: I don't know. I don't know who to trust.
2: You got trust issues now. you gotta pick better heroes bro pick better heroes so I'll stick with theater I guess or entertainment finally did you finish watching Stranger Things
1: I haven't I haven't haven't watched season 3 or 4 okay
2: just Stranger Things is out for a lot of you guys who are playing catch up Uh, season 4 was pretty good they left us with a cliffhanger And um, I think they come back July 1st. So I'm waiting for that. So if you are watching it and you have a chance to catch up and you have about a month to catch up on before they finish I think, season four. What else is going on in the news? Um, We finished out. Hopefully we get our nappy. Mm -hmm. All right. Voting ended Monday. So for all the people who supported us. Thank you for inspire you on air. Good luck as well. I hope you guys get your nappy so we can be there together. Want to stop again? We didn't formally get to say it last week. Happy birthday, Rozzy. You Appreciate know, did you do it, anything special? I died,
1: I, I died bro. Um, I'm, I'm still half dead right now. Uh, but yeah, it, it shout out to Haley, she put together like a surprise dinner, uh, took me to Paris, and so um, I thought my frat brother was just gonna like you know, we were gonna just kinda h- go hang out and we pull up at Paris, bruh, I'm like, first of all with me and you me and my line brother just hanging out we ain't going to nothing that's dimly lit I'm like bro why why are we at Paris like you know we can't go to a sports bar or something like that so like the dude we pull up the valet and the guy opens the door for me and stuff I'm like this feels like a gay (laughs) date I I feel like this is a gay date
0: nothing wrong with that
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'm no, just saying, like, but you know, I wasn't ready for it. Like, yeah. Have y'all seen that skit where the dude was talking about how he accidentally went up? He accidentally yeah, went yes. on a gay day? That day-day? was
2: hilarious, <laughs> by the way. That was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah, I felt like that. way well, at least dress you know, nice? And. I was, I okay, was just nice, because okay. we were supposed to be going out after, whatever, okay. but yeah, man, so I walked in, and the family was there, you know, Pooh was there, the kids, so a couple of frat brothers were there, so it was just, man, it was a good time, we we drunk, we ate, um, you know, moved it on to a little cigar bar, then moved it on to a club, so uh, we went real hard uh, last night, so I appreciate it, I appreciate all the love on Facebook, the text messages, DMs, all that, thank y'all, I appreciate that. I, I do feel like I got some uh some happy birthday handsomes and, and so I was like, is that synonymous to Good Morning Beautiful's? Like, I don't know, they shooting a shot? I don't know. But um Well shoot you know, it back. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just like, whatever, let's play this game then. Cool. But yeah, man, I, I loved it. I had a great time. So appreciate everybody, appreciate the love. Um, and shout out to everybody who kind of made my day special.
2: All right. Well, special shout out to Haley because Haley did reach out and I'm I, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. You know, had a lot of stuff going on this weekend and just trying same, to prepare. Same, you know. But she did reach out to us and she let, let us know what was going to happen. So I was, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Uh, great job, Haley.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Buff, there is Wagyu beef in America. <laughs> Period. Said that, Perry's. I actually gave it. So that was my first time having like true Wagyu, and bro, that, it is that that
0: 100, that hundred dollar burger we had was allegedly. Uh, Wagyu as well
1: but it, it may have been U.S. Wagyu yeah. so most times if you get a burger it's probably not going to be true Wagyu uh-huh. um like there's a Texas Wagyu where they use some of the techniques to make um their Texas Wagyu so it is it is more tender than like regular Angus or anything like gotcha. that um but I I what I ordered last night was what they'd call a flight so that you could tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And so it had a three-ounce uh, Angus, three-ounce uh, Texas Wagyu, and then three ounces of true Wagyu. And you literally can tell the difference in those cuts or in, in those uh, meats. I was I was surprised. I didn't think it was going to be that much of a difference. I, but when people talk about Wagyu, melts in your mouth. it Literally, you have a full steak but when you cut it, it melts in your mouth. Th-
0: there's a very expensive restaurant in Miami I went to a couple of weeks ago called Poppy Steak. Uh, they, have, they have, no, they have Wagyu pastrami as their um, appetizer. Very good. And listen to you saying you didn't want to go to a dimly lit restaurant with your whole boy. My coworker that went to Miami with me, he was telling me about this restaurant called Sexy Fish and how it's very exclusive. I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to a restaurant with you called Sexy Fish. I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry me and the missus gotta do that one I can't I can't do that
1: one
2: he could've tested it out for it man
1: man. is that
2: where we're at now the homophobic against restaurants
0: no 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 and and by the way once again officially happy birthday rising Uh, and to the listeners he has his thighs out all on social media so uh, if you follow him he is definitely uh treating you guys. This loser has his thighs everywhere
2: now. But it's funny, though. It looked like you had a good time, because when I first saw you today, I'm like, you look like you just came from a walk of shame. (laughs) (laughs) He has a big t-shirt on, like, hey, baby, you got something I can wear? Somebody gave him a t-shirt or something to wear last night? It's all his. These are all jokes, but and I'm not shaming the walk of shame.
1: No, no, at all. No, no, no.
2: Um, is that it, Phyllis?
1: That's it, man. I think that's it, man.
2: Alrighty. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. Who has the first question for the day?
1: Birthday
0: boy should go.
2: Ah, agreed.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case has been resolved, and Johnny Depp won. Amber Heard has to pay 15 million dollars uh for defamation. Uh, against him, they did find that one of Johnny Depp's lawyers defamed Amber Heard, but that was kind of a side little thing. I don't know if she even got any uh, awards or anything. She did for get it.
2: something from it. I can't remember that, but it was,
1: yeah, two million, I think. But it's it's small. I don't, is I don't it, it I don't two million, million. Mm-hmm.
2: and they dropped his okay. his, five, his. There was two different suits. One for ten, one for five. They dropped the one for five to I think.
1: Too. and so no, that's, that's
2: like how he ended up well. 400,000. I think he's he's supposed to be awarded four hundred oh, ten point four.
1: 10.4. Okay. So, it's still a win. Yeah, it's still a win. It's still a win. So, my thing is after that case and and I didn't follow it very very closely cuz it was kind of annoying, but you did hear a lot of stuff about kind of toxic relationships and how like both parties do stuff to each other. So, I wanted to kind of get you guys thoughts on like domestic violence, and we we've had kind of conversations about it. How you you sometimes it's hard to jump into a DV because uh, you you don't know what's really happening there. But like guys being you know battered or in um, like violent relationships and stuff like that, um, what happens and why do why do you guys think guys stay or don't report it as much as women uh, report the domestic violence because. From some reports they or some assumptions is that men experience domestic violence just as much as women. They just don't report it. And so I wanted you guys' thoughts on why that is. Why do you think we don't report it as much?
0: I think it makes them feel less of a man to even uh, let someone else know about it. I think they also feel like they won't be taken seriously or even believed. And don't, I think those are the main two reasons. In fact, I think that is in like different studies the reason why men don't report is because they're not taking they feel they won't be taken seriously but I think I don't know it just when you look at t- the traditional sense of a man and a woman for a man to say hey my woman is hitting on me or beating on me or abusing me I think to some men that still doesn't sound right or or mm-hmm. or whatever like that so I think it has a lot to do with I,
2: that. I agree with everything Byron said and I think it's even deeper to the point where it's not even admitting it's I don't think they acknowledge it. You know if if a wife or a girlfriend just slaps the crap out of a man one time he got slapped. Just in the discussion he got slapped. He wasn't beat. He is not domestic violence. It's none of that. It's it's almost to the point where I think some men can't put themselves in the the mindset of being the victim in the situation. It's she slapped me. I must have did something wrong. And then it's a the point that let's 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 peel back the onion now. that I think about it, it's the fact that I think we normalize men getting we rationalize that men getting hit or whatever is acceptable
1: or violence against men, violence right? against men. It's it's two, two men fight it's not a big deal you know that type of thing I I, I think yeah violence against men be, is kind of like meh.
2: because if a woman hits a man I wonder what he did it's victim shaming I, I, I'm I very rarely have heard a situation where a woman has put her hand on a man and then the general public was like, oh, shame on her. It's he had to do something. And so then that I guess that goes to the point where maybe he doesn't want the rest of his his business out there, because if she hit me because I cheated or she hit me because I did this or she he rationalized his he rationalizes being a victim like he. He almost rational. He makes her the victim again. I think
1: I've mm-hmm. seen
2: guys like, man. Well, you know, I did. You know, I did cheat, or I did do this, and so they make excuses for the situation rather than I don't care what you did. She shouldn't have put your hands, her hands on you. The same way, same way we say there's no excuse for a man to put his hands on a woman. That that double standard doesn't apply for men.
1: Yeah. it's it's sad because i was thinking through this and and not even on a on a physical thing i think a lot of times men end up in relationships where they're not necessarily physically assaulted as much but the emotional torture uh happens a a lot for guys right Mm -hmm. where you you think about um it just becomes nagging, right? It's, it's nagging, but it's, if she's not getting her way, there's an attitude. It's, it's this, this aura in the house that, you know, she didn't get her way. So now I'm walking on eggshells and I, I, that actually is a very toxic relationship and it's borderline on kind of a, a, a horrible space to be in. I mean, that's a, if, if, it, if it happened at work, it'd be a hostile work environment, but because it's in your, in your home, there's no real word for it, but it's that it's part of it. It's, it's still abuse. Yeah, it, it's it's still abuse, but, but and and it's it's emotional abuse, I guess.
2: But we've normalized it too much. Too much. It's if this woman nags, that's just how she is. It becomes mm-hmm. you can't. He can't deal with a strong woman. He can Like it becomes his his burden to bear. But if this, if the she was on the other foot. it's completely different. It is, you know, he can't talk to her like that. He's disrespectful. It's if we want healthy relationships, we have to learn how to do balance. And the same way we, we, we encourage our men to get better at dating and loving and marriage and, you know, protecting women's emotions and feelings and all that. We have to acknowledge that that's the same thing for men. You can't, I I used to call it. We talked about this before. I say anything that holds happiness hostage in a relationship like if you're nagging if you're just you're just a mean individual but that well that's just how you know just how razi is no razi is a mean spiteful vengeful individual like that's not healthy in a relationship and to challenge me as the man or the husband because i don't deal with her her relate her her attitude or whatever well you make me less of a man it's not encouraging healthy relationships
0: in that, in that report when you said it's just as many men as women, uh, that's including, like, the verbal abuse and stuff we're talking about, Rising?
1: Yeah, okay. usually, yeah. Okay,
0: all right. Okay. I figured that. I can see that. Yeah. Because I was like, man, is it really that many women putting their hands on their men? But if you include what? emotional and verbal. But but like, but like
1: we, like Ferg just said though, it it probably is just as many women putting their hand on men. It's just ignored. Yeah. It's not, because it's not considered domestic violence. If she hits you or she slaps
2: you or whatever. And, And I don't know the numbers. So I'm not saying this is fact, but I probably, if I looked at my friends who are married or in serious relationships, I would be surprised if more men in those situations have put their hands on their wife or their girlfriend then the 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 opposite i'm i i feel like and i'm not saying that their women are beating them i could see her poking him in the head i could see her <sighs> slapping him i can see like i can see any of those I, situ- i've
1: seen that not, not saying just like, i can i have so seen when that. you
2: think about it it's those situations if you do one for one could he do the same thing could he poke her in the head could he slap her could he do the same thing I'm not saying it's I know the numbers but I would not be surprised if if it's very similar or not higher because I I I know women who put their hands on men and it might not be to hurt him and I think that goes back to the original question is because we don't feel threatened like we're going to get beat up or you know put in a hospital or whatever it's you know she got she got upset, got frustrated, and you know she was hitting on me. You know, beating you in the chest or whatever. You know, whatever it is, I feel like that happens more than we think, mm-hmm. or we or we acknowledge.
1: Because mm-hmm.
2: would you be surprised if 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 you took ten guys and you said, "Dah man, da I was she got upset and she was hitting on me and stuff like? Would you be that surprised if that happened? If ten guys got together and they told you that. Two, two or three of them said they, they lady did that. Would you be too so, too surprised? But if ten guys got together and say, "You dog, I had to slap the shit out of what's what's her face last week," you were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it stands out more. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised.
1: Yeah, which is why. You know my my whole saying. When they got the right to vote, <laughs> they got the right to catch these hands, and that really is because it's like and and it's be, uh, because of that. Like I I am never going to put my hands on anybody, right? I I know I'm not. So I expect you not to put your hands on me. If you hit if you like, I'm probably going to allow you know a single slap, a, t- a soft tap, or whatever. But if but, you but if why? you hit me in my face, a single slap, I, why? I hit you back. A single slap to the why? face.
2: But why? So my thing is, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you brought up the question. You're you're you're
0: enabling. Yeah. You're I, an- I, am yeah. I, I am too a little bit because you know where I draw the line. I draw the line that's spitting. <laughs> spitting. Like you hit me <laughs> in my chest or my arms whatever. That's cool. Don't do not spit on me I- or in my direction. It, I agree with you because and don't slap me in the face either. I, that's no. See that's
2: what I'm saying. It,
1: it, because I, I've like I said, Ooh, I've no. seen women slap no. guys,
2: but it any of that, like any of it, no matter where you draw the line, they deserve a hadouken for that. The <laughs> fact that it has to be levels to this this as a man. If you call the police on your on your wife, your girlfriend, because she's beating you in the chest or she pushed you, you seem like a punk to the police to her family to your friends like you dude the court of of public opinion is going to make you look like crap and then the question is going to be I wonder what Byron did to make her do that that don't do that like that's the the,
1: that's the problem is guys are backed into a corner because we don't have any way to stop it we can't call the police because like you said there everybody's gonna be like you're a punk yada 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 and then you can't hit her back because now you are the domestic violence guy and you committed you assaulted her even though you were responding to what she was doing to you so the problem is there is no outlet there's no way out of it
2: so scenario leave her I call you tomorrow and I say that happened to me. How do you guys advise? What are you Dog oh, man, me and Z were arguing about the wedding she she just slapped the shit out of me, dog. <laughs> what what do you say? What do you, what do you tell me to do? I don't
1: I don't know. Like like I I don't know. I'm like I... Z, I know Z loves you. Like, and, and, you know, it's a one-off. Like, you can change your fur. I don't know. I, I, really don't know at that point.
2: First of all, <laughs> the first thing you're gonna say, Risey, is what did you say? That's gonna be the first yeah, question. Yeah, yep. yep. Once again, but it goes back to you're you victim blame. Like we, we, yeah. we make we're trying to find a rationale to support her actions but at no point do we even get close to doing that. Dog, man, we were arguing about the wedding. and I had to, man, I pushed, I, I ain't even hit her hard, but I just pushed her dog. what were you thinking? That's your response. You know, the situation mm-hmm. was dog, like, dog. You can walk away, like, like you can, Once again, yeah, it it's, it's, And once again, we're not condoning violence against women or men or anything like that, but it's, where, how do we create this safe space for both parties where we just for one women realize that there's no excuse to put your hands on a man either just because just the same way you have emotions and you feel hurt or betrayed we have those same those are human feelings human emotions not a male female thing and then we have, to have that safe space I just asked my co hosts my brothers what they would do neither one of y'all had my back yeah y'all team Z already we got well, both back. scenarios. We got your vet. It
0: just—you <laughs> uh, yeah. asked us what we would tell you to do. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna say, "Well, you it, need to leave her," you know. But she definitely you tell her that if she slapped you in the face. I would say, "Well, she need to go talk to somebody, like ASAP, mm-hmm. because that's unacceptable." And I have a okay. real life situation where I just had that conversation with somebody, and I'm like, "You need to leave the house, this, that, and other. because. I'm sorry when women start doing when when people start doing that. I don't I don't know if it's a one off. You can't how can you say it's a one off? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, you're gonna get frustrated and mad at somebody again in the future. So yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's tough. I appreciate that's a good question though, Ravi.
1: Yeah, it's a good question, <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. Appreciate
2: it. All right, what you got for us, Buff?
0: Uh, So I I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago we talked about Young Thug and Ghana a little bit as far as them uh, being indicted on Rico (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) as you know it's been determined that uh, rap lyrics are now allowed to be used in court Uh, so I wanted to know what you guys think about that uh, because I feel like that's racist and a bit unfair but you got some people that say hey they 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 point to young Thug and gun and say they were doing they were really doing what they were rapping about so it's fair to use that against them but I don't I don't think we're ever gonna uh, I mean we've seen actors that that have a, we just got through talking about abuse we've seen actors that uh, have been you know arrested for abuse and things like that so if Lawrence Fishburne, who famously played, um, what's my man named? Tina Turner. Ike, Ike Turner.
1: Turner.
0: Right, right. He played. He played that role. Okay, and he winds up being accused of uh, hitting his wife. Are they allowed to go to that movie and say, "Well, you did it in this movie," so yeah, you probably did it in real life. Is it fair for rappers' lyrics to be used against them in court?
1: It depends on the lyric. I, I really do feel like that. Like there are some songs that literally describe what they're doing, right? And so if I have a RICO case or I have a case on you and I say that, you know, hey, this person ordered this hit on this other person and you got a song that said, "I ordered a hit on such and such person." <laughs> like, yes, I think that's admissible at like that, that point, Boondocks right? Like, episode, it, it, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, like, I think, I think that makes sense. Versus, I, I, what I don't want to see though is them try to use the lyrics to characterize and to yes. paint the character of yeah. the person, because um, that, that's actually what happened in Sherman's um, uh, case. If you don't remember, they use his lyrics. Uh, and they tried to use that to paint him as this person that would do the shooting that's the part that I don't agree with I don't think we need to use it to, to talk to the person's character or talk to the person's intent or motives or anything like that but if, it, if they directly say I did this thing and it, it, it directly um, you know attaches to the case then I think it should be admissible so I, I, I want to strike a balance there not gotcha. necessarily say yes or no Well put, well put
2: it's tough because I think we're we're splitting hairs. So in your when you said the Lawrence Fishburne thing, that's a script based off of a, a real life real life situation that somebody else wrote.
0: Although Ike Turner you said know? it wasn't that bad, he said
2: it wasn't yeah. that
0: bad.
2: I, maybe it wasn't. You know, we, we, we we'll, we'll we'll never know.
1: Yeah, I never but, closed fistula.
2: <laughs> that's not funny, Rising. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's. I think that's what he said. No, I, th- I think that's oh, what he said. <laughs> it was somewhere along those lines. Like he was like, it wasn't that bad. I never yeah. closed Fistula. Like, so.
0: No, no. The, I'm sorry, Ferb, but the. Okay, it, it's not funny, but it just made you say, "Wow." He did an interview when he was like, you know, sometimes she'd be walking around, and I'd be like, "What's wrong with you?" And she said, mm-hmm, and I asked her a second and third time. So by that fourth time, I'm tired of asking. So I had to. I had to try something else. Like he. <laughs> Thought he
1: was doing the right
2: thing. <laughs> not funny, by the way. It just not as bad as I thought. It's not as bad as he made it seem. You know. I <laughs> Was saying, yeah, but Lawrence Fishburne. You know, it's 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 a movie. These guys have the ability to paint their, create their character, create the life or the, the image they want. They want to portray. The same way, and I know I'm gonna have a lot of haters on this. Same way, some of these are trying to. These rappers are trying to. Uh, promote this thug life whatever it might not get them arrested or using a court of law but it gets them killed because you're putting this image out there like you have the you have the ability not to be this person you're telling me what you did and then you're like if, if you said you did it I didn't say I did it I said what if I did it you know almost like OJ Simpson's book if I would have done it you know it's like come on dude Like you, you could have wrote a book about anything else, but you can write a book about if I would have done it. And you still wonder why people think you did it. You portray this image. You sing about this image. You walk around looking like this image. You you hang around. I mean, you you do it. I mean, why wouldn't I believe it? Why wouldn't I use this? You base you're basically giving me all the evidence I need But because there's a a catch-22 where I can't necessarily use your lyrics, and you know you can get away with it. So give them a mulligan from now on. We can't use any lyrics before July 1st, whatever day this law goes into effect against you. But if you say some dumb shit moving forward, dude, I can't can't help you. If you say you shot John and John ends up, I'm going to shoot John and John dies, I'm just saying, you, you you you're my first suspect in the shooting of John because you wrote you wrote a song called "The Shooting of John." Like, I, I don't know what else you want me to do. Like, now I look like an idiot. I wonder who shot John, nigga. I shot John. You know, like that. That's the name of the song. I I, I don't know. I, I I why would I? I have enough. Put it this way, I have enough stuff in my life to worry about. Then rappers feel like feeling like they are being targeted for in court for crimes that they pretty much said they did in their lyrics mm. or they're they're portraying an image and it just helps build your character just like saying when they use social media to build your character a, a character against you, you know like a case against you. like he had a picture with him with guns, drugs. Money, I think he's a drug dealer. I mean, I'm just assume that's just basically what he put on social media. You have a song about drugs, money, and guns. I'm assume that you're a drug dealer the same way I did when you posted it on social media. I don't have any remorse. I don't. Hey, it is it racist? Mm, it's just we set ourselves up for that one. The reason I call
0: it racist is because rappers aren't the only one that are making music about criminal behavior. Yeah, and 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 this, you know, this whole using lyrics like it's, it's what Rosy said. It's always been used against rap. We saw it in the Tupac trial. Like,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you
0: raped that woman. I mean, you you got thug life on your stomach. You rap about thug life, so of course you did it. So I agree with Rosy. It definitely shouldn't be used to characterize someone. But like you said, Fern, if if you have a lyric where a guy named Mike was shot three times and the police think you might've did it, but you know, they're still investigating and you come out with a song that says I shot Mike three times on Thursday at six 45 with my Glock. And that probably could be used against you. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I, I, I call it, I call it racist because you look at what happened with, um, murder Inc and them in the fed saying that it happened with death row too. Death Row, Murder, Inc., where their, their record labels got started with drug money and things like that, and therefore it was a criminal empire. Okay, if that's true and you're going to punish them, why aren't you punishing Interscope Records that is in business with Death Row and, like, it should be all-inclusive? I mean, that's that's how you do other criminals. and But, you know, Jimmy Iovines of the world are not... Ever getting in trouble for any of this, they'll go after Suge Knight, they'll go after uh, Irv Gotti, and all of those type of people. So, I just, you know, I see, I see racism okay. and everything. Go ahead.
2: I see where you come. I see where you're coming from. But do you think these people you name were still involved in the same activity as a Suge Knight? They wasn't. It's because in- I know Suge Knight. It it, it it it
0: doesn't matter if you're in business with a drug dealer, a, a known a known drug
2: dealer, then. You're a subject. I I'm mean, in, I'm, in, I'm involved in this me. clean business, right? I'm involved in the, the 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 record label where I see records being produced. Money laundering is where, illegal. I don't know where his money's coming. Money laundering is illegal. I'm not money laundering. I'm I'm, I'm signing contracts. I'm paying your 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 people. I'm giving you everything I said I was going to do. I did. I don't know where. I, I can't. If you told me you you got a uh, five hundred million dollar investment from some oil baron in In uh, Dubai, all I can do is trust you and take that $500 million and do my job. Ignorance is not an
0: excuse to not be prosecuted by
2: the law. I mean, Pablo Escobar's
0: tax man would would get in trouble just as much as anybody else involved with Escobar.
2: Okay. (laughs) I don't see that. (laughs) But he works directly with him. He's like, I don't see those as the same company. Like, I don't see... Interscope as the same as Death Row. Interscope and Death Row, right? It was Interscope and... Um,
0: it was Interscope uh, and Death
2: Row.
0: Murder Inc. Yeah. I, I, I might have been Interscope. I'm not sure. Not you
2: sure. know, so it's... It's a... Uh, now, they might have some legal ramifications. Like, they can have some backlash. I'm not saying they're completely... You know, I have 200 labels under my, my belt. I, I can't know whatever, you know. My things were clean. I, I handled the artists. I did this, 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 and this. Now, if they were using the 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 studio to sell drugs and launder women, and all this, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But because uh, I, I don't want to just make excuses for, well, if the white people ain't going down, we shouldn't go down. Either. Like, no, you're, you're 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 telling on yourself. At least I'm smart enough not to tell on myself. Like, this is what it goes back to. Once again, they're telling on themselves. Mm. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> you snitch on yourself. So I can't. <laughs> Trying to get that street cred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then w- if, if you don't go to jail, what is happening now? We're seeing more and more rappers die. Which honestly, if you think about it, probably gives more credence to the lyrics. And, and I will... like it. If, if this is if this is fa- false, then why is everybody getting shot? Right.
0: And I will say this to kind of go away from my question for a bit. That type of energy does bring more negative energy. When you carry yourself a certain way like that, you know, it, it's something that I rejected for a long time. But as I've gotten older, I, I believe if you carry yourself as, you know, this thug gangster, people gonna try you. People are gonna try you and and test that. Oh, you are, huh? I mean, Lil Wayne found that out in LA a long time ago. Um, it brings negative energy, and that's something that they tried to tell Takachi 69. He would not listen in. and now look at him. And hell, even with young thug and Gunner, they try to tell them the same thing: like either be an entertainer or be a gangster. You can't be both.
1: Yeah, and, and Jay Z said it best, right? Like the the point of the 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 hustle is to get out album. of the hustle. You're yeah. trying to get out of the game, yeah. and you've made it. You know, you you are young thug. You're gonna Y'all y'all have like platinum albums and record sales and all of this and you're like still trying to stay in the street for some reason
2: like and like the older rappers they would they'll they were doing their thing we know but they painted a picture they you know like it was they weren't giving you all the details and stuff like that and as they made it they started talking about different things and they grew out of it. it's we're talking about the same thing I'm talking about a gun charge that happened last week you know it's It's too like you're. They're literally throwing it in the face of people. Um, Mm. And like I said, all these recent shootings of uh, rappers and stuff like that makes it easier to believe that they're living the life they're rapping about.
1: Yeah, that's why we need to bring Haitian Jack back. (laughs) Fix artists.
2: Um. So for me, my question is, uh, it's a weird one, not a weird one, but. It's one of those for... I'm deep. So, Rising, how did you have a birthday cake and all that stuff?
1: Nah, we didn't have a cake. Okay. Um, the kids were kind of disappointed about that. They were like, "When's the cake coming out?" Okay. Um, he was like, "I'm 41. We don't do cakes anymore." They they didn't understand that.
2: It's a lot of candles. <laughs> uh, but when you when you had your last cake, do you do you still make a wish when you blow out your candles and stuff like that?
1: I do actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So. My question is kind of be about that. But I'm gonna start with the first part. For you guys, what is true happiness in your life look like? Mm. And then the second part is well, I'll let you answer that, answer that first, and then we'll come to the second part. Um to to make it a short answer, good health, family
0: safe, and we're not wondering where the next mail is coming from or how the bills are gonna get all three of those taken care of for the most part that's happiness
1: yeah I I think it's generally that same happiness for me is not having to worry anymore Uh, so like you said the family's safe we can eat you know money's coming in and, and being able to do that for a long time, right? Being able to, I always talk about at 60, I want to be able to walk off in the sunset and retire and, and not have to worry about working anymore and everything. And I, and so I think happiness for me is just not having to worry. And and so that's why I'm, I'm happy now because I have those things. I have stability at my job. I have stability at the house. I, you know, I'm financially stable. The kids are happy, you know, and they can jump into a bed with me and just kind of hug up and cuddle up. Like, you know, I don't have those, those, Family dynamics where me and Haley could be estranged, or, or you know, she she's not talking to me, and so it's like I'm genuinely happy because you know my daughter would plan a surprise party. Or dinner for me and was willing to pay, actually. It, at at Perry, she's like, Ooh, $99. All right, we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do it. And she was willing to pay for me. She didn't. Somebody else picked up the bill, but you know, just having that where she would be, she's financially stable enough. And I've set her up, uh, me and Allison, I shout out to Allison too, but we've set her up. Uh, where she can do those things and she's responsible with her money and she is, you know, comfortable in life. And so I think all of that rolls into that happiness, man. It's just not me. It's it's seeing my kids grow and be happy and, and be stable, just like me being stable.
2: So with Buff uh, rising, but pretty much said he's happy. Would you consider yourself happy? Yes. Okay. Okay. So very similar to you guys. You know, I feel like uh, those are the things security, health, You know, the love of my family. Those are the things that make me happy. And I feel like I'm a generally happy person, just being honest, uh, because I have all those things, but I still find myself wanting more. Like I'm always pushing for more. And so my my question to myself, and I guess this was in my second question, is like, am I as happy as I think I am? You know, am I happy because I tell myself I'm happy or am I happy? Am I truly happy? So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard, right. To, to figure out if you're happy or do you want more and do you want more because you're unhappy? And I, and, and I think that's really where you have to kind of find it is, is you wanting more caused by you being unhappy or is it just that, that you're driven, you're a driven person, you have goals, or whatever, so you're like, okay, I got to, I got to get to these goals. Uh, which it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not happy now with what you have. It's just that you have a vision for what you want to go to, uh, and so it, you, you can have both. You can be happy now and still be driven and want okay. more, want more. Okay. Like um, so you just need to figure out what what is driving or pushing you to want more. That okay. that's that'll let you know if you're happy or unhappy now. Okay,
2: I like that like that. So my real second question is, so we just told us about you guys are happy. What makes you happy? Back to the wish. Let's go back to Saturday night, June 4th, 2022. Rizy has a candle. I mean, Kate with 41 candles in front of him. He blows out that candle, those candles, and he has a chance to make a wish about how he would like his life to be. What is that wish, and does it align with this current life that you said that makes you happy? Same thing for you, Buff. Uh,
0: well, as 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 Rosie I'll say this: it's human nature to always want more. Uh, I think nearly everybody is always wants more. It's just that what separates them is: are you willing to do the work to get that more? Because some people just sit back and just say, you know, I wish I had a Bugatti. Or oh, I wish I had an I-8 like Rozzy going to get one day. Uh, but they're not going to do what it takes to to get it. So I think wanting more doesn't necessarily mean, just to elaborate, it doesn't mean that you're unhappy with your current situations. As far as uh, making a wish and what that life would look like, I mean, in a perfect world, man, I, I wouldn't have to work. I could just... I could just wake up like 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 Diddy said, watch Scarface every day, travel and 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 drink and eat as much as I want. But realistically, man, I don't know what I would wish for that I mean, I guess just more of what I have. You know what I mean? Like more money is always good. More uh um, time away from work is great. Uh things like that so it'll probably just mostly be more of what I have to give me the time and access to to do what makes me happy even more like I love to travel I love to travel even more I love going to live events like boxing I love to go to more boxing events you know what I mean so
1: Mm -hmm. having that more time yeah. For me, um, and I'm a I'm gonna go the Aladdin or genie from Aladdin route. You know, can't bring anybody back to life, can't make anybody fall in love. What was it? I can't remember the third rule or whatever. But you yeah, know, I can't no wishes. wishes for more wishes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm I'm gonna go with one of those three. So uh, you know that the bringing Jen back or my dad back or anything that those are off the table, right? Um, and, and so I at that point I really would wish for. Probably a C-suite position. I, that's that's my ultimate goal. That's where I want to be. I want to be a chief something, chief HR officer, chief operating officer, something like that uh, of an organization. So uh, having that C-suite position, I think, is the last little thing that I'm still striving for and working towards. Uh, because pretty much everything else, like we said, is kind of taken care of. Right. Um, and, and I don't want to rush the kids out of the house or anything like that. Like, you know, I might wish for, I wish they were a little older so I wouldn't have to watch them as much and all of that. And so I had more time to travel and do what I want to do because they're older, but, um, I'm enjoying the, the, these years that they are still small and want to be around me and all of that. So uh, I I think that's the only wish that I could kind of think of is that getting that C-suite position now versus 10 years from now or 15 years from now, when normally somebody matriculates into one of those positions.
2: Great wishes, fellas. I like what both of you said, uh, Byron, especially where just more of what I have or more of what makes me happy. I think that's really good. Um, Rising with you, you know, just striving to be, the better version of you probably earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Um and the reason I asked that question is because I always think back, you know, I always reflect and I always talk about I I, I peaked late and had things happen late. And in my mind it's like, man, I wish I would have been able to graduate faster. And then I look at every time every time I change one thing, it's the butterfly effect, right? It's if I would have graduated faster, I would have never met Z and then there's no kids I'm of Houston there's no three brothers no sense like everything about my life is completely different if I you know had more money like more money I don't I don't know how those things would affect my life you know it's be careful what they always say be careful what you wish for like I really started thinking about that it's you know if you took that C-suite position would there be more time away from the kids right now mm-hmm. you know could you handle it's like man I, I got the C-suite and now it's you look back 20 years from now, I was like, I oh, man, I did it. I did it. I had that C-suite position. I'm retiring. I'm doing this. But the kids wish they would have spent more time with you. All all those little things. And it's trying to enjoy the here and now more and accept where I'm at. And I lo- the good thing is you guys weren't trying to completely change your lives. You know, I've asked that question to some people and they were completely changing their lives. This is what made me happy. And then, there's, then you know, you look up. My, bro, you brought you forgot to mention your wife and your kids. Your life is completely different. You're six eight, you play basketball. <laughs> they, you, you hey, that like, might be might be like my <laughs>
0: coworker. that lose said. say, hey man, if I ever won $130 million, I'm gonna just give my wife 30 of it and just tell her, have a nice life.
2: Cause I already know. <laughs> I
0: yeah, ain't gonna be no you good. <laughs> gonna- it's, it's good.
1: <laughs> good.
2: You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. We would have seen this, you know. You won, I won. It is what it is. But it's Understanding that the things we wish for a lot of times sound so good, but when you sit down and think about them, it's not it's not really what you want. And it's easier to not accept, but be ha- find happiness in your, your current position, right? It's find happiness in the here and now. Keep improving. If you're not happy, work on it. But all those other things, I, I couldn't think of my life being much different. You know, same thing, Rise of the Three of Latin rules, you know, bringing people back, making people fall in love and more wishes. Can't do that. But same thing. It's a little further along my career, some financial stability as far as retirement and investing and building my legacy for my family. But along with Byron's, just being able to do what I love more, spend more time with my family. And build and teach and, you know, travel and all this stuff, but still be able to do it and doesn't take away from any of the good things that make me happy now. Because if I travel more, if my kids aren't traveling with me, now I'm away from my kids more. If I'm into boxing and, you know, Z don't like boxing and I'm going all these boxing matches, but it's draining her because she doesn't like to, you know, do that. But it made me happy. It's It's just a very unique question. I was talking to somebody about this the other day and then once again, listening to Will Smith's book, which I just finished. Awesome book. I tell anybody you get a chance. It actually made if you look. I think it made his actions make a little more sense mm-hmm. if you read it. But um, that's it. You know, I'm happy. Really, don't have a lot of wishes. Realistic wishes because I think she asked him what would he do. You know, what's his wish? And he came. He came with this one thing. What would make him happy? And it, when he thought about it, it truly wasn't that way. You know, it sounds good until you really think about it. All right, folks, so let's go ahead and close on all out.
1: All I got, man, is um, we talked about domestic violence and and, and the Johnny Jepp trial and the defamation stuff. And, and what I'll say is, folks, general men, women, whoever, if you're in one of those relationships where you feel like you have to walk on eggshells, if you feel like you can't do anything to make your partner mad or or whatever because they're going to explode and not even on a physical like we talked about the emotional uh, abuse anything like that if you feel that way get out of that relationship hands down you need to exit those relationships because your your peace and your happiness is more important uh and i I see a lot of folks that talk about i stayed because of the kids and just another and i'll tell you uh what what somebody told me one time it's like look It's better for the kids to be in a stable environment that they don't see that every day than to be there and have two people in the household but have to live through that. So don't use the kids as an excuse to stay if you're going through something like that. So please, please, please just get out of those types of relationships, exit them Or like Byron said, at least get in some type of therapy to work through them uh, and address the issue. Don't just do it. And don't and fellas, don't feel like you're backed in a corner uh, and you don't have any recourse. If you need to call somebody, if you need to call the police, if you need to uh, and, you know, and if you don't feel threatened at that moment, go ahead and exit the relationship. Do something. But don't feel like you're backed in a corner where you have to stay and you have to allow her to emotionally abuse you or, or physically abuse you if that's what's happening
2: because fellas, I feel like that's a part of why it ends up going to that next level. It's that built up aggression, that built up toxicity, that built up you know and I'm not saying that I'm blaming women or anything like that, but I I, I can see that nag nagging and all that stuff just the 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 minor little physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse that you're going through for each person that you just overlook. And it comes ahead one day, and now you find yourself in a situation where you're becoming the assailant. You're the bad person now, and now you're going to jail or you're ruining your life. So if you don't leave, get some help, D- do something different. Uh, Buff, you had something. Well, no, I was just gonna say,
0: well said, Rosie. Well, well said. I hate to even have to go after that. Um, mine is a little less serious. Uh, I just wanna say happy anniversary to The Wire. As you know, you guys know, that's my favorite show of all time. It made 20 years since it first started. And I just want to say that 20 years later, there are still people who think Stringer Bell was like this smart uh, drug dealer. I I can't believe you guys are still fooled by that because he wore a suit and went to an intro uh, business class at a community college. He was not that smart. He was a snake. He's the one that told WeeBae to try to get the money. He's the one that uh let another crew set up on his turf. He had he he's like what were we talking about with those rappers. He had one foot in, one foot out trying to be like this business person and a drug dealer. Uh he he's the one that broke the Sunday truce and made Omar get back on his crew which uh caused him a lot of problems. Uh Stringer Bell was not that smart. And we as a society need to stop being fooled by the clothing attire of someone. It's why we only believe commercials when someone is wearing a white coat saying that they're a doctor. It doesn't matter what they're saying, but they have to put that white coat on before people to believe they're a doctor. Every political commercial, you know, we see them with hard hats on or, uh, you know, dress, you know, like the everyday person so they can relate to the everyday uh, citizen or whatever like that. When their policies speak nothing to that at all, but because of what they were wearing, we believe it. A suit doesn't make someone smart. It doesn't make them any less of a criminal. In fact, some of the worst criminals wore suits. So don't be easily fooled by optics. And if you need one more example of how Stringer Bell was not that smart, he got played by Clay Davis. (laughs) That sound like a smart person to you?
2: Tell them how you really feel, bro. <laughs>
0: That's all I got, man. <laughs>
2: you, 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 you sound a little perturbed. I have a couple of things. First of all, want to uh, take a moment and say happy heavenly birthday to my father who passed earlier this year, uh, Kenneth Carter. His birthday is the same day as Rozzy's, June 4th, so it's Saturday. Um, I got a bunch of Texts, calls, you know, Facebook posts, DMs, everything from friends and family. Um, appreciate everybody. It was a... I'm not going to say it was a tough day. It was a day. It was an emotional ride. Especially the beginning of the day. I finished Will Smith's book um, yesterday morning on my drive to our picnic, which at the end... He, he has a segment where he talks about his, the death of his father, which was befitting. And um, I had to make a decision if I was going to listen to it that day, yesterday or just wait till later. But I felt like because of the, the situation, it was just just perfect timing. And it did give me some some peace in hearing his words. Uh, but thank you, everybody. Happy birthday, Dad. And um, with that being said, I think we need to. I'm gonna take a step back. Happy Men's Health Month! One, um, I we mentioned this. I talked to you guys about this earlier. Or mentioned this. I do want to try to get a male health provider, somebody who has a focus in men's health, as well as and or put it this way, a um, a male. Uh, therapists to talk about mental health as well. So if we can get both of those guests on one of those guests on, if you have anybody that you think would be a good guest for the three brothers, no sense show, because we definitely want to talk about those things Um, because we're as, like I said, I reflect a lot of seeing our, our black men, we're dying at a young age, you know, we're dying at in our early 60s and stuff like that. And as we get older, we're starting to see that more and more. And it makes me think about our mortality. And are we doing the things we need to do to be here for another? You know, when we look at a lot of these people, my dad was 60, 62 when he died. Um, that's another 21 years from now. I would love to be on this earth a lot longer than that. You know, when we look at you know, of your dad died young Byron, your dad died young, you know, like when we're real, like when you start thinking about these things, it's, is it a combination of the way we live with our health? We're not taking care of ourselves as well as our mental health and stress and all that stuff. That's part of the reason I asked a question today about being happy is I think as, especially as black men, there's this unspoken stress that we put on ourselves. Um, that we need to learn how to deal with. And I'm working on dealing with because I, I, I want to be better. I want to see my family succeed, but I want to see my family succeed. If that makes sense. I want to be here to see it. So with that being said, last but not least, I want to say, um, to our brother, Sherman Cooley and his brother, Cedric Cooley and the Cooley family. Um, you guys are in our prayers Sherman lost his dad this past week, um, and his services will be this upcoming week in Mobile. So, uh, Lewis Petway, his father, passed, and we're going to end the show with a moment of silence for him. And after that, we'll see you next week. Three Brothers No Sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. Mostly, most importantly, listen again.